I see Brent. I see me. I see everybody that needs to be. <laughs> of the world every boy and every girl people of the world may i please welcome you to the spice level i think it i i really do think it is the one and only place that you're gonna find two blokes from upstate new york talking about anything and everything spice girls from a to zig zig oh it's so good and so we're here today and i can't be more excited because my name Every day, wake I wake up. My name is Mike Martin. <laughs> I hope so. I think so. I don't know. I could I could change it if you, you want me to. You know, you could. That's up to you. I could be chameleon esque. It's okay. But that's not today. Today <laughs> I'm still Mike Martin, and I'm hanging out with my good, good buddy, the one, the only, the incomparable. He is hardcore. <laughs> he is. I'm Brent Kelly. Yes. Hi, buddy. Brent, what's up, man? <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing well on this uh, rainy Central New York. Say la vie. I hear. Uh, Many a time, and and you could probably speak more truth to it, that our weather in Syracuse is probably very much in the same vein as London, would you say? Uh, Or is it rainier in London versus what we get here? Typically, especially stereotypically rainier in London, although today, well, right now, I suppose 50s rainy, 50s Fahrenheit, obviously, not 50s. Celsius, that'd be very hot. And hot rain. Very hot. (laughs) Oil and pasta. I suppose you could say that the precipitation right now is going down oh, oh from the sky i guess yep nailed it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love it it didn't hit quite as hard as the rain is hitting the ground <laughs> <laughs> he still landed dang it that's okay because today we are finishing our first single situation with gals we yes, have hit all four scary baby ginger, ginger posh. posh all that's left it's sporty sporty spice <laughs> now that's your lot so we're here to talk about her first single that she released yes sir Not the we most are popular across the board of what she has on spotify <laughs> listens and i'm sure you'll hit with the stats i do have numbers I but do. we're here to talk about going down yes sir the first single from one melanie c Whew. before we get into it i yes. do have a clarification from last episode oh about cotton wool oopsie spice so our friend of the show, yep. at I Cannot Justify on Twitter. Of course. What up, friend? Friend of not just the spice level, but also two bandits watching Bluey. You may have heard of it. Making the rounds. We appreciate it so much. <laughs> um, Why you got to point out the flaws? You can be just, just be like, great episode. Well, no, What's it, up? It was actually it was very, it was very funny because <laughs> I know. they pointed out, hey, I'm at the beginning of the episode. Did you guys ever figure out what cotton wool was? And I was like, uh, not really. Yep. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> we were let know that cotton wool is just another term for cotton balls. That's it. That's it. That's it. Which not a term we use here in the United States. Certainly one we could have figured out if we had Googled it. Or just thought about it for a second. Possibly. Maybe, I, yeah. I took the time Possibly. to Google wool just to get the definition. <laughs> That's true. I did not, did not think to Google cotton wool, which is actually the lyric. Hmm. So when Victoria says you can't wrap her up in cotton wool, she means you can't wrap her up in like cotton balls, I guess, to protect her. 
Like you can't pad me. Like like look like the kid from from Little Giants where he walks out. Yeah. And full bag. Yeah. See exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the information. I Always cannot justify. Always appreciate your feedback on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Oh, just wait for what's in store, my friend. I promise you. There's some yes. crazy stuff coming up. So we do have numbers though, because oh, this is a single yeah. from Melanie C. So no, this, this is her first single. This is her first single off her debut album, Northern Star. Yes. Which is a little confusing because there's also a single called Northern Star. Of course. But yeah. that's not the first single. No, no, no. That's so, fine. Going Down came out on the September 27th in 1999. Okay. The album itself came myself. out about mm, two and a half weeks later on October 11th, 1999. Okay. There ended up being a total of five singles off the Northern Star album. Mel C, get it, girl. Yes. Dunk. This, this one got as high as number four on the UK charts. I could not find any Spotify numbers because it is not on her top 10 on Spotify. Interesting. But that shows what's to come with Mel C. It does. Absolutely. Yes. So. And I am excited to get into the Mel C solo stuff because I've actually listened to it. Yes. Other than Jerry's well, look at me, which I knew previously, I didn't know any of, I didn't know Emma's, I didn't know Mel B's, I didn't know sure. Pasha's. And I mean, maybe moving forward, we do whatever ones have music videos or how yeah. higher, you know, ranked songs are, but it might be a Mel C progression in the podcast for a little bit because in, at she some point, has yes. <laughs> continued to pursue Absolutely. the musical career. So Absolutely. That's just shop talk. And, and I am excited to get more into the Northern Star album. When I did the drive down and back to new york city for yeah. her book talk in september i listened to all eight albums of hers but i listened to northern star three times really yeah i really Ooh. enjoy the album he's an og fan it's not well <laughs> as of six months ago <laughs> sure, sure but yeah the first time i ever listened to it but it has kind of become a comfort album for me no kidding good sort of like cool. if i'm having a bad day at work i could throw on spice world yeah of and course. it makes me feel better i can throw on northern star no kidding. And the album, I like the album top to bottom. It's, I think, 12 songs on sure. it. So if I'm at work, whatever, and I only get through the first five or six, Going Down is on it. Yep. I think at least two of the other singles are on the, those first five Some or six Some of the higher songs. ones that I saw when it came to numbers were yeah. off of this album. Yes. So. It's a very popular album. Even at the book talk when they were doing the Q&A, several people thanked her specifically for this album. Interesting. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an album that I very much enjoy, and I have listened to several times even since the first time I listened to it three times, it was when I got out of the thing, I think I'm, as soon as I was driving back, I listened to the first, the last two albums I hadn't listened to it and then immediately put Northern Star on again. Sure. And then I think I hit repeat because I really enjoy this album. Sometimes so, that, that works. I mean, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There, <laughs> there was a time way back when, way back when, when I worked for a music store and I had to take my mom's car to drive down because they wanted to train me in New York city. And I was all of 22 and had just a garbage car. And she's like, you just take my car. It's okay. And I drove down and she had three albums in her car. Nice. And one was a Bon Jovi album. Yep. One was some some form of, of just just similar cheesy. And there was just an album from a, a alternative rock band, Candlebox. And I listened to the thing on repeat. And by the time I got home, I'm like, I want to see them live now because it just like nice. it just sunk in. And it was yeah. just when you listen. But if it hits, but it, it's a really good album too. Sure. But yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things that you just. If you find that right groove at the right moment, you're like, yep. all right, all right. And I'm excited to listen to the full album of... Yeah, sometimes an album just clicks with you. Yeah. So going into this week, I was excited because I knew I would know what the song was. But I, I'll be honest, I didn't know which one it was. Yeah. I didn't know which song they took was... off the album to be the lead single. So then when I realized it was going down, I was like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting choice to be the lead single for her solo works because... 
what are your thoughts on the song? Because I, I, I told you sure. a while ago, I was like, I am very excited to hear what you think about this song. Yeah, when I when I started to do my my consistent run through where I play the song on repeat, I when I heard the studio version of it, I was concerned. I'm not gonna lie to you, sure, because it does have this this alt rock kind of yeah. poppy vibe to it. And her vocals have a clear filter on it in some way. They have effects on her vocals. That almost yes. my, my my takeaway was it, she sounded like she was going for like a Shirley Manson from Garbage. The whole I okay. think I'm paranoid voice. The okay. that I'm only happy when it rains. That kind of yeah, like coming yeah, through yeah, the yeah, phone yeah. a little bit filter. And every time I I listen to it a couple times, and I'm like, it sounds like it's a banger of a song. And something's holding it back just a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I was like, okay. And I watched the music video, and you're still getting the same audio when you listen yes. to it. So I'm like, okay. And then I watched a live performance, and I'm like, there she is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is what Brent was talking about, saying, you're going to, he has a hunch that I'm going to like this song. Yep. yep. Watching the live performances changed my complete, sure. it, 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 other side of the coin, 1000%ed yep. this song for me because if I just heard that song, I would be a little bummed about it for Mel C because I wanted her to come in strong because she's known for her vocal capacity and yeah. and, and her huge oh, yeah. range yeah. and what she's going to be bringing to a song. And not saying that, that the studio version doesn't do it, but when she does it live, she does it in that Mel C way that, yes. that yes. says you're going down. It's, it's great across the board. Yes. So I very much enjoy this song. I like this song quite a bit both the studio version and the live versions. I was what surprised me so much is that they chose this as the lead single because it doesn't even necessarily sound like her. It doesn't. That's what I on, mean. On the studio yeah. album. And I played it for my lovely wife Mallory. I played it for her dinner the other night and she said the same thing. She goes, Really, that's the one they chose as her lead single. Like, you can't even really tell it's her. So there's a choice there, right? Yeah. She chose to have, hey, I like this sound. I want this to go on the the album. Is it too then my question for you, because I don't know the answer to this, I'm asking this without an answer. Did she choose this one, or did they do this to her voice in the song on purpose to be like, "Hey, I'm not Sporty Spice anymore. There's a, You're used to my voice, quote unquote." There are a lot of things happening in the song that are very divergent from what she did with the girls. Yeah. So I think that may have been her, because now that we've completed the first five singles. I feel like this one is the most separate from what you get from a Spice Girls vibe. Yep. And she's the one that's still continuing making albums and is doing, you know, well for herself, of course, in the music field, which is fantastic. So for her to walk out there and be like, I don't I don't know who made that decision. Right. But to have that be the lead single and not be a Destiny's Child-esque full poppy-esque kind of vibe she did say i'm she, I, she was clearly saying i'm gonna pave my own path yes and i think she did so very well and i will i mean i'm, I'm gonna live i'm gonna live and die on the hill that i actually I, I freaking love this song after seeing it live sure because i was skittish about the studio version of it because it sound it just it doesn't like like your lovely wife Mallory said. It doesn't it doesn't sound like Mel yeah. C. Within the context of the album, I think it works better. Sure. This is song either three or four on the sure. album. So you've already had two songs that sound like Melanie C. Interesting. They sound like the sporty spice you're used to, especially the song before it, the the title track Northern Star, which mm-hmm. is not a surprise wasn't the lead single. 
it's it's her in her normal voice. I'm pretty sure all the other songs in this album are her in her normal voice. So within the context of a 12-song album, this is just one that's a little different. It's the fact that they chose this one to be the lead single. Well, would it have been poo-pooed if she went for Northern Star as her it initial could be. single? Because then be. they'd be like, oh, that's just her trying to be yeah pop star again. I'll give, life. You, I'll give you spoiler numbers. Northern Star also got to number four. Sure. So neither one did better than the other. Right. Uh, I can tell you who wrote the song. Oh, that I don't know. I apologize. So this I song was written play. by Melanie C., of course, mm-hmm. a Julian Gallagher, and Richard Stannard. Hey, I know that name. Old friend of the Spice Girls and some of the, some of the girls in Solo Works. Now, interestingly, if you remember, Emma's lead single was all. Wait, what took you so long? Also had Richard Stannard on it. Also had Julian Gallagher. Hmm. So both girls worked with the same two people to write their lead singles. The same, exactly, the exact same two people. So Richard Stannard from the Spice Girls days, and then they both added this Julian Gallagher. Now, Melanie C.'s song came first. So I'm imagining the conversation went, hey, Emma, I worked with... Mel. With, yeah, these two guys. Do you also want, you know, like, I recommend them kind of thing. Like, I imagine one recommend to the other. So there was an OG Spice Girls songwriter involved in this song as well. Yeah. So like you said, this is clearly a choice. Yes. To alt-rock, even a little punk. Yeah. You know? I think, especially with the music video, she does try to have yeah. that oh, yeah. motif across the board. And it's it's clear that she's, like I said, she's paving her own pathway that's not that that spice girly vibe i think right. of all people she's making that biggest decision at least in this single because i haven't pursued all the other things she's done so when you look at them all five slices of the pie she's the one that says i'm gonna go that way yeah and do my own thing and i think it's it's a bold statement and i think it's it's gonna i mean well spoiler alert because if you can go back 20 years in time and be like who made the most albums out of all the girls yeah you know, Mel C's still hanging out. Yeah, one of them clearly has the most to say, I sure. would say, musically. She expresses herself through her music. She very much enjoys performing her music. Yes. She's never stopped, essentially. Lyrics-wise in this song, this is not a happy, sporty spice, right? No. This is not, it's not even like a mopey breakup song or anything. Nothing. that the Spice Girls really did mopey breakup songs. But this is this is angry. This, this is, is angry Melanie C. It's interesting because a lot of the things that we've talked about when it comes to Mel C and like you've talked about with going through her book is going through mental health yeah. building and, and going through depression, what have you. And I was very surprised to have this one be her first single because yeah. it is a kick in the teeth of... Yeah. Mm, no this is who i am and i I give absolute infinite kudos on that because she put she put her cards on the table and just said i am mel c say what you want about me this is the way i'm going to interpret it and you can't you can't do anything about it it's very interesting that you just said this is who i am in the uk version of her book that is the title of it it's melanie c who i am yeah here they retitled it the sporty one so that people would i guess know who she is the sporty spice yeah i know a little bit yeah i know but make yeah marketing i think of the five spice girls she's been open about i don't want to put words in her mouth but almost resenting the spice girls a little bit to the point where she wanted to really clearly wanted to differentiate herself Mm -hmm. from sporty spice and she talks about how in the recent 
reunions and tours, she talks about this in the book, that she kind of accepted that Sporty Spice isn't something that she turns on and off. It's someone that she always is. It's always part of her. Sure. So I really do think this was a, while some of the other girls were a little cheeky with references to the Spice Girls, or this was very much, I'm angry. This is not yeah. going to be a Spice Girls song. It's not even going to sound like me necessarily. It was, it, it, I would absolutely see, I mean, we've talked about it like, if you could see one of the girls live, would you? Of course we would, but oh yeah, I watched, I, one of the live performances I watched it was from 2022 and it's about four minutes of her just talking before the song even starts. And they do an acoustic version of the song, oh, but it's cool. still like cool. up, not a beat, but just like high tempo, what have you. And she's just a cheeky little mother effer yeah. on stage. Yeah. She's cursing left and right. Uh-huh. She's, she's having a great time. She's going down rabbit holes of conversation being like, Oh, right, right. Who, who's, who's, who's first Mel C show is this? This happens. Every, like she's uh-huh. just, it's it's fantastic. So she she clearly has found her niche of what she wants to do, and I love that. And with this being the initial song that gets her to it, I think I think she made a great choice. Yeah. I really do. Sure, because it is different. But there are moments in the song where it's not just her saying this is Mel C, not just sporty and gonna call me a whore. I'm hard. I'm going yeah. core, what have yep. you. But there's when the music hits during the chorus. She hits that just soothing singing voice. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Mel C, hey. Yeah. And she doesn't necessarily go as overt as having a casket that says sporty spice on it. She's like, not to, like, yes. Like one uh, Ginger did. But she's clearly making a choice that this is me now. This is me who I am when I'm not a Spice Girl even. Very much so, yes. So she does swear a lot in person. This is also, I believe, the first song we've had from any of the girls that has swearing in it. This yeah. is the first explicit rated song. Oh, yeah, that makes the, sense. The music video is edited. It bleeps a couple times. Yep. It edits out where she says, I have become a super bitch. And like you said, I am not a whore. Those are edited out of the music video. Even just lyrically, the beginning of the song, how come I didn't see you were making fun of me? How dare you change the rules? You made me look a fool. So, so this is an angry, mm-hmm. jaded, you made me look bad. And I'm 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 going down, but I'm taking you with me. Sure. Kind of thing, theme to the song. And... Who's the song directed to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is a specific person, if it's kind of just a mentality of it, failed relationships in general. Right. Like maybe it's a looking in the mirror and talking to yourself. That could very much be true. Absolutely. Saying, Absolutely. This is this is where you are now. Yeah. I think that that's the motif that she... Because you can only have a song be directed towards one person and have it last for so long. And I feel like this is a very impactful song for her. I felt like it was very empowering for her. It was... With the girls being fully girl power, I feel like of all the songs so far... Well, Jerry's included maybe a little bit too. It has that girl power motif. But yeah. I oh, think, yeah. I think it does. I don't know. I don't even think it's girl power. I think it's just self-power. I was just going to say the exact same self-power. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Like, she just comes to the plate and swings and crushes it yeah i'm really, not gonna, i'm not gonna take this lying down kind of attitude yeah so that's that and, and she proves it in the long run of course so we know that the proof's in the pudding but even when one of the live versions that we watched we it's the one we i made you watch instead of watching the music video was from her 40th birthday concert that she does birthday bash at london shepherd's bush yes and she goes she's full sporty there are moments where you see her be that sporty spice where she got that <laughs> towards yeah, the sure. end yeah yeah she does the entire song and she's rocking heels too yeah so yeah, you're right she's she's she is who she is now yeah 
accept it or not. Yep. And poof. I, I do agree with you. I enjoy the audio of the live version more to actually hear the tone of her voice and not hear it robotic or filtered, filtered or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, they put effects on it and it, it putting effects on a voice can, if she did it live, she, which you can do live, but she has a voice gifted enough to enjoy it. Yeah. In a song like that. Yeah. But I can, I can see why, especially similar to the whole dark child thing and what it's, what's popular at the time. And sure. That's true. I don't know why I keep going back to that whole, it's a band name, but garbage with Shirley Manson having that, that, that going through the phone kind of voice. It sounded like that's what they, she was going for a little bit. Right. I can see that being the case of locking in on something, but she has a voice that's sort of Shirley Manson though. So it's. Yeah. Now, usually that kind of effect, when you hear that used in a song, it's in moderation. Sure. It's like a refrain or. It's it's weird that it's the whole song. Yeah. Like it's it's unusual. I shouldn't say weird. It's unusual that yeah. it's the whole song. Mm-hmm. That's spot on. Very much so. And I think that's what turned me off when I listened to the song the first time all the yeah. way through. I was like, "Oh, Mel, where are you at? Yeah, like, like I'm I'm missing you a little right. bit." I was Again, hoping- <laughs> not to keep harping on it. That's why I was so surprised that this was the lead single. Yeah, but it, clearly a choice she wanted to make. Right now, what did you think of the music video? Because that is an interesting video. I, I didn't care for it very much. All right, so, you know, no, cards on the table. I love the song. I'm not a huge fan of the music video either. It, it, I don't have a ton of notes on it. It's... It was going for a motif again. Yeah, absolutely, it was. Clearly. And, and like you said, the, the video especially is kind of leaning into punk. Yeah. She's wearing the the, the plaid skirt with uh, just a regular shirt, and... She's got her freshy style short hair, but all... Yes, all spiked Frazzled yep. and doing her thing, and the cops are called. Yeah, so she's... Skateboarders she's, are about, and... She's singing in a warehouse club right. or something. There's skateboarders, it's like we there's, went to the regional market on a Tuesday and just right. set up yeah, shop, exactly. and... Yeah. There's people on bicycles doing tricks. Yeah. There's people dancing around. Pretty There's, there's, there's pay phones. Pay phones in the background. Hey. I saw pay phones. I mean, that's... Sign of the times, I suppose. I'm about to say, I can't tell you the last time. But yeah, then then the fuzz shows up, and there's a ton of them all at once, and people are fleeing, and then there's a helicopter, but the helicopter spotlights on her as she's singing the song. <laughs> yeah, that's a that was probably a one day shoot of a music video or a two day shoot tops, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and unlike I think all of the other songs and all the other music videos we watched, no costume changes. No, I think she's once and done. Like, we were playing, you know, who's your spice of the week? Mm-hmm. Because there were different versions of Ginger. There were oh, different versions that. of Scary, different versions of Victoria. Oh, I, man. There are no different versions of Melanie in this in this music video. In the music video, no. That's fine. I'm very ecstatic that I continue to pursue it because I was let down and listened to it a couple times. And I'm like, dang, this is going to be a really tricky one to kind of really dive into and digest in a way that's, that's not just, oh, I'm a little let down. But it was... The live performances across the board saved it. It yeah. really did for yeah. me. It really, really did. And it's just, that's because it, it proves how good Mel C is as a performer, too. Like, on Spice True. Girls albums, you'd hear the album, and you're like, dang, this girl can belt it. And then you see it live, you're like, yep, she can prove it. Yeah. This one, it's she like, can back oh, it up. song's a little iffy. Oh, she's still rocking it live. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Yep, that's one of those ones I totally agree with you i prefer a live version over the studio version sure 100 percent. yeah but like i said within the context of the album i actually don't mind the the filtered voice as much i'm excited it, to it go just, through the rest because it, it just feels like a different flavor out of yeah 12 like i can if, imagine if you're listening to this one isolated as the first one it's it's a little that different. was what made it a little peculiar is yeah. all yeah. but that's yeah 
I, I loved it. I, I really did in the end. I, I became a big fan. So. I was hoping you would. I thought you would. Sure. A little more of a hard rock version sure. than not that not that we both don't love the pop Spice Girls, obviously, but a different side yeah. of, of one of the girls we know. It, it thankfully was saved by the lives. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's that's my vibe on this song. It well, really is. Excellent. Great. So what would your favorite part be of going down? Uh, because of the live versions of it, seeing the, the 40th birthday one, it's the I've gone hard hardcore where ah, yeah. the crowd's feeling it and they feel the sl- and you see the hands in the air when she's singing the chorus. But when she hits that part, I, I, crowd interaction is so vital to yeah, yeah. In- include and just have enjoyment. And she's, I've gone hardcore, and the, the whole crowd is singing yeah. with her. And she probably got chills in that moment doing it because oh, just, I can't can't imagine now. So that was, that has to be my favorite part. Yeah. It really is. Uh, you and I have sent like TikToks back and forth of just really good crowds at crowds at concerts. Happy crowds are the best thing in the oh, entire yeah. universe. Yeah, honestly. I mean, even the, the the wannabe tribute show we went to. Sure. Well, I said beforehand, as long as the crowd's into it, it's gonna be great. Exactly. Absolutely. What was your favorite part then of Melcy's first single? So my. F- favorite part was just hearing a different side of melanie c yeah judging just by the sheer number of albums she's put out like said earlier she has a lot to say and express herself and it's cool to hear the music that she wants to make for herself Mm -hmm. not necessarily just co-make co-write with other people this is she wrote this song for her yeah i mean it's cool to see what she wants to say for sure her own which is really neat what would you give going down for a, a spice level? Oh my goodness. I can only give it one pair of heels I have never seen Mel C wearing before. Oh, that's a good point. With a live performance that made me go, what? Because it really did. Tim Allen me. Apparently. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah. Full home improvement. Oh, gosh. But that, that <laughs> I was very surprised because she was still kicking and stomping in that same way that Melcy does, and yeah. she has the energy yeah. behind it, and she did the jump and the hut hut moments. And you, like, you know what? Get it, girl. For all the um, guff she would get for always wearing the comfortable shoes and comfortable, sure. she can still rock it in heels. See, she's not just comfortable in trainers. Don't you go making assumptions. Exactly. All right, spice level, man. Where are we at on Melcy's going down? I give going down zero high kicks because this is not upbeat, happy, sporty spice. That's true. This is Mad Melanie C. That is Mad Mel C. Yeah, mm, that's a rapper name too. Mad Mel C. Like when the when the, the one of the live videos, we, the one we watched, it was flickering lights. It was all red, black, red, black, yeah, red, yeah. black. Like, yeah, some angry Mel that's C true. kicking in. And then the 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 pulsing lights stopped when she goes into the smoother part of yes. the song. That was good. Oh, that's 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 shout out number two there favorite thing is that transitioned and that, oh, it gives me my jollies in music when a song doesn't have to be structured in a certain way that it it's verse chorus verse chorus in the same structure across the board of the chorus sounds like the verse and it's got to lead into it uh-huh you can clearly tell there's different genres of music being played with here because she's got the verse and then it cuts to that it that's the closest you get from a spice girls mel c is that chorus, and when she hits it, you go, oh, yeah, and you f- and then, but it's not done yet, because she's mm-hmm. back, and it's, that's so, I think it is a statement maker of a, a song, yep. very much so. I also very much enjoy when any song kind of does the two-thirds of the way through, give it, give it a twist, yeah. 
always like that a lot. So, hey, oh, do gosh. we go to the Spice Rack? I don't know what the choices are this week. Huh. Like I said, this is the first music video we've had where the, the solo girl... We can walk over. I'm walking. I'm going to open up. <laughs> um, what are we looking at in this this week's Spice Rack? Well, you got... We got... We got you got plaid sporty. Yep. I'm going to take the plaid sporty. Oh, okay. There you go. Boom. Okay. Music video sporty. She put it out there. She did it. Interesting. Okay. You know what? I will. Even though... I completely thought you were going to go the opposite direction. I, I. That's why I'm going for it. I'm just... I'm blind grabbing right now. I'm giving you the low-hanging fruit by it's, doing that. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because I was also going to go with the music video sporty. No! I so, want live... 40th birthday sporty then. All right, then you have, you have live. Of course I will. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to take. Sold me right. on that 100%. I, I was going to say, that makes a lot more sense for you. I actually, like I said, I enjoy the song both ways. Sure. Probably more than you do because I'm, I'm actually used to the, the original sure, version at this point. that's true. It was almost weird for me to hear it unfiltered, which I loved it, but it was a little weird to hear. Hmm. But I will go with the OG, the spiky hair, the plaid skirt in the music video because she was really just putting herself out there like, this is me by myself. I'm not, I don't have the ponytail anymore. I'm not wearing trainers and Adidas. I'm not high kicking. I'm Mad Melanie C. <laughs> Mad Mel C. So, Merchant Spice of the oh, Week. Oh, goodness. I really tried on eBay to look for something that was just Melanie C, not Sporty Spice. Yep. She doesn't have a lot of quirky merch just of her. Sounds right. So, I did have to dip back into the that Sporty sounds Spice. sounds right. Which is, which I mean, uh, if you're making the pivot from the girls, yeah, like yeah. The, the, five, the five girls there, yep. it, it makes sense to be like. I couldn't. I did not find a video artist. game of her like Mel B, unfortunately. Touche. Unfortunately. Touché, that, yes. was, that was the best solo thing, <laughs> I think, so far. That was fantastic. I loved it. Although, I I'll, I didn't even tell you. Did you see that I put up a, a Twitter poll on Posh's, uh, Victoria's uh, sweater, Cheetah or Giraffe? No. There were seven whole votes. Yes. Thank you for voting. We appreciate. And they were all for Cheetah. Really? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <sighs> it's okay. I will it's... tell you, though, without giving him the Did options, it... I asked our friend Robert Hance, mm-hmm. and he said giraffe on his own. So, you're not Friendship. alone. Friendship. We should, we, we should repost the poll and tag zoos across the board. Yeah, you're right. And <laughs> Find every zoo that has we, both we giraffes to, and cheetahs. What is this? discover. What is this? They'll know. But anyway, our Merchant Spice this week <laughs> yes. is the unofficial Sporty Spice in My Pocket Mel C book. Unofficial. Keep that in mind. It has such what? gems Mel in it C? as... My Sporty Spice in My Pocket? Yeah, so such insights in it as Sporty Spice loves Damon Albarn from Blur, who she thinks are the best band in the world. Woohoo! <laughs> very good. And <laughs> Mel C has a weakness for Chinese food. Well, yeah. You can get those kind of gems in the unofficial What's her dish? Sporty Spice in my box. It doesn't say what that. Get- oh, it's a small it's, it's a very the, small book. Mike. It's in the book though. Or is it's, it is that all it says in the book? Is that, that she likes it. Chinese food? The page just says Mel C has a weakness for Chinese food. It's a small book. There's only so much room. Brent likes breathing, the Brent book. Like I mean, <laughs> it's factual. I know, but <laughs> print it. Before we do quarter of the week. On it. Yes. I do have another note before we head out of this. Please and thank you. Yes. So this episode comes out April 7th. It does. 2023. Yes. Our very first episode went live April 1st, 2022. What does that mean? 
And we started recording a few weeks before that, and we started planning this podcast a couple months before that. Oofa, so doofa. we have officially been doing the spice level for over one year now. That is three hundred and sixty-five calendar days. That's one circle of the sun of, of us these talking, guys. talking about spice girls. Exactly. Whew. We've covered all three Spice Girls albums. We've yep. covered the Greatest Hits album. We've yep. covered B sides. We have now covered one song from each girl. Oh, even my in the past gosh. fifty-two weeks. I don't want to speak for both of us, but I don't think either of us really knew what the show was going to be like when we nope. started. A little tidbit, when we recorded the first episode, we didn't even have a title of the show. Nope. If you listen to episode one of the Spice Level, the only time it says Spice Level is in the opening music. Welcome to our show. That's pretty much what we said. We we had been kind of <laughs> dilly-dallying, and finally we said, let's just do it. Let's yep. just record it. We'll figure out the name later. That's how it works. And that's how it works. We'll plug and play. And in the end, for some reason, we can't figure out why. We've talked about all the albums. We've talked about the movies. We've talked about all the singles. Still, Dennis the Bus Driver is the best mm. thing about the Spice Girls. It's amazing. Why? How? Dennis is amazing. Milo? Milo? <laughs> Now, we are a very small fish in the giant ocean of podcasts. Oh, that's yes. And I want to say that when we get a tweet or an email or a message on Instagram from someone who listens to the show and wanted to let us know how much they enjoy it, that really, truly miles for miles means the world to both of us. We have listeners from the US, the UK, Australia, Ireland, France, the Philippines, Switzerland, Brazil, Poland, and Canada. And those are just the top 10 countries by downloads. There's even more after that. Y'all don't have to do that, it's, but... It's amazing to me that there are people literally around the world who listen to us upstate blokes, as you call us every Hey-o. week, talk about the Spice Girls. Yes! So we want to say thank you to every single person who has ever listened to an episode or sent us a friendly message that always brightens our day when we're doing research or editing an episode. And when I say at the end of every episode that we love and appreciate you all, we really, truly mean it. It gives us the encouragement for a full year of the Spice Level, and we're not done yet. It's been a crazy ride. We've been having a lot of fun. This guy that says these things is a number one person that I would say would never say something he did not mean. So please take that to heart, because I know I'm high-pitched and goofy and all that kind of stuff. Brent speaks from his heart no matter what he does. So that's why I like doing it, is that every single episode, he comes to the table talking about, even if it is Spice Invaders, (laughs) speaks about it from his heart and deep dives and does all the work that needs to happen with these Spice Girls. So what happens down the road, we're going to figure that out. There's going to be some curveballs coming up. We know that. We've discussed it slightly. Yep. So there might be a little bit of pivot moments, but what an effing year it has been. Can I? Oh, no. I can't use the F word. I don't think they've used the F word, but uh, you know, I'm a whore for how much <laughs> I enjoy doing this podcast with you. But I've gone hardcore. Well, I'm a about, I'm, I'm a super bitch about how happy I am that we've made it a year. There we go. We've done this is episode 47, so yes. we're almost 50 episodes in. Yep. Too. Who would have thought way back when we had second day fondue watching the Spice World movie? Hey, and you said, hey, you want to do a, a show about the Spice Girls? And I said, yes. <laughs> and it took us a few months to get on the air, but we did it, and we're coming at you every week. Still are. Dang it. I need to learn a quote from Melanie C. Yes. To now. Continue this vibe. Mike threatened, Dang it. Mike threatened to pull my bookmark out of the book because I came prepared this week. You did. I found the section found before. the exact Mel C. Before segment. we started recording for once. I'm Look at that. She's kicking everywhere. I'm kick the part that has a lot. Tell me this. All right. We got... Um, okay. So the first time I got drunk. Oh, Melanie. I was still at school, 15 or 16, 
Oh, Melanie. And we all went out. You know when you're a kid and you save up for about a month and you got about seven pounds. You know that, Mike, when you saved up and you had about seven pounds as a kid. God, my wallet's like rocking over there. So I went out with my seven pounds and the train fare was a, was one pound. So I was watching. <laughs> right, my, chipping away. I know, exactly. So you got to remember the return fee, too. Like, that's also true. Make sure you have it. So I was watching my purse from the start, but one of my friends was really rich and had 50 pounds. 50 pounds. That's a lot of money when you're a kid. So we all got drunk on her. It was weird. You just get all giggly and stupid, don't you? And that's our quote of the week from one Melanie C. Sporty Spice. Now we, we know where we love her. When that quote happened, she probably was only four to five years the latter of that situation yeah, too. Not so a lot of years past that. That's the that's the interestingly spoken point is to be young. <laughs> uh, we're we're all Oh, we're trucking baby. All right, folks. That's you, right. You know what comes next. Check out Nicolai Ganell's books on Amazon. He's he got them. six of them. The number seven comes out next month. He doesn't stop writing them. Somebody stop him. Chop There's his also hands off. a you little won't. podcast called Two Bandits <laughs> Watching Bluey with yes. Mike and Greg. We do that still. They it's... do a great job. You can also listen to Mike's solo album, Progress is Only Progress When Document, on SoundCloud. Oofa doofa. We'll be back next week. What are we going to be back with next week, Mike? We haven't talked about this beforehand. We have not at all. Here's what I am thinking. You can tell me if you like it or if you hate it. Posit an idea and I will give you a positive review. About it. I really enjoyed this round robin single by of the girls thing we did. You want to do part two? Let's do a part two. Okay. Let's go back around the board. Do you want to do it in the same order or do you want to spice it up? I say we do still keep it in the same okay. order by spicing it up. Oh. Who do you want next week? Oh. Yep. Ah, I got him, folks. Got him. There's five of them. You know which ones they are. I certainly do. But we don't know which song it's going to be, so that's going to be the mystery. I don't know who's... It's okay. We're not going to look it up here in the air. It's okay. But he picks right now under the pressure. Ginger. Under the pressure. He wants to go with Jerry round... We'll do Jerry first this next round. Is that It's Raining Men? I don't know. We'll find out. We don't know. We'll find out next week. We'll find out next week. But until then... Oh, man. I'm Mike Martin, friends. I'm Brent Kelly. Gosh. We love and appreciate you all, and thank you very much. Even though they're not together, still spice up your life. It's true. Twinker. <laughs> Twinker? I don't know. I hit. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Something about the kimono. Oh no, the kimono.